Hi guys, welcome to Cars and Health Bars. If you've been keeping up with the podcast chronologically, you'll notice that we've been doing a lot of car-only content, so we want to make it up to you gaming guys by doing a whole podcast on a gaming topic. And what other gaming topic to talk about but the Call of Duty games that we fell in love with as kids growing up into teenagers into now. So with that being said, let's get right into it. Well, guys, if you're hearing this, uh, you're hearing the most raw version of our episodes you'll probably ever hear. I am currently uh, on my way to work Friday morning, the morning of the podcast, at 5 a.m. Uh, and, you know, we we had a big issue last night. Uh, we recorded a whole podcast, you know, as you heard in the intro. The intro was done, outro was done, everything was done and ready to rock and roll. Uh after I got done recording, started editing, you know, I was I was pre-listening to the audio, making sure everything sounded good, and uh, I clicked on the main segment, you know, where it's me and Jordan discussing whatever, and uh, I noticed that there's like a super long pause, and then I start talking, and there's a super long pause, and I'm like, but, you know, we, we typically don't like generating dead air, so it's like, what's you know, what's the deal here? Why am I not hearing anything? And I come to find out, uh, that I had switched my audio settings, uh, from where, uh, to where my discord comes through, uh, a different set of speakers than the OBS, my recording software picks up on. So like, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, and Jordan, he's like, what's, what's wrong? I'm like, Oh my God, dude, I just like recorded the whole podcast with just me talking and, he's like oh wow so you know like any other day he probably would have been down to re-record something but unfortunately as you would have heard in the uh, podcast Jordan has a very big trip to go to uh, tell the dragon uh, in the Smoky Mountains so it was uh, less than ideal for him to have to record another podcast so we kind of both settled on not releasing a episode today and I I don't know I, I I don't want to say I lost sleep over it, but it definitely upset me because it's like we we've been on this streak. We haven't missed a single single podcast since we started. We haven't even been late, actually. So I just I couldn't let this happen, guys. I had to have a podcast out for you all. Uh, like I said, this is going to be the rawest episode you're probably going to hear. Not only is it just myself, but uh, I am actually recording this on my iPhone while I commute to work. So. I will definitely be re-recording this solo episode whenever I get home from work, but in a in an effort to make sure that we kept our creative streak going, I, I just had to put something out uh, for for you guys who are on the podcast as soon as it releases. So this is it, and I guess I'll I'll, I'll just go through and talk about what we talked about. And like I said, unfortunately, Jordan's not going to be attending uh, this podcast because he is on his trip to the Smoky Mountains. But as you heard in the intro, we talked about uh, what Call of Duty was like. In the intro, I believe I said for kids, but, you know, uh, what Call of Duty was like for us when we were kids. But we kind of just hit on Call of Duty as a franchise as a whole. And I I was uh, extremely excited to talk about this topic because we've we've been wanting to talk about Call of Duty as a franchise for a while honestly if if i'm being completely honest with you guys i've been trying to get a uh, interview lined out with merc music because i knew it would have been like 
the best thing to discuss with him, you know, being that he's a Call of Duty content creator, and he's, like, really uh, one of our favorite Call of Duty content creators, but, you know, we can't sit, we can't sit on our, uh, can't sit on our favorite topic forever, waiting for an interview to line itself out, so we could always revisit it if we do end up getting Merc Music on, but, Anyways, we, we talked about kind of all the Call of Duty games. We always kind of wanted to do a whole episode on uh, Black Ops 3 or a whole uh, segment because Black Ops 3 meant so much to us. But we kind of started hitting on it chronologically. Uh, you know, Jordan played a lot of MW2, whereas I was not able to play very much MW2. You know, it just wasn't, it wasn't a game that I had access to yet. And I was like really young. I hadn't quite found Call of Duty yet. So, you know, Jordan did all the typical things that a lot of you all uh, did. Definitely Michael Myers. Uh, and it just had a different vibe to it back then with party, uh, with, you know, setting it up in a party games, like in a lobby, uh, making people mad, getting in the glitch spots. Like, because whenever I think of Michael Myers, I think of the ghost version. I mean, I played Michael Myers some on, like, you know, uh, I guess Black Ops 1, we played Michael Myers and, and maybe Modern Warfare 3. But, like, whenever you think of Peak, peak michael myers you think of modern warfare 2 custom lobbies i mean let's be real but then we uh we move on to modern warfare 3 you know not really chronologically because of course that would take us to black ops 1 but uh for modern warfare 3 you know that's the first call of duty game i picked up but uh i wasn't with it being the first one that i picked up i wasn't really too worried about uh you know playing it skillfully, you know, getting really good at the game, unlocking camos, uh, ranking up, all that. So I just played it for fun because I was just a kid, you know. Well, I will say one thing I really, really, really enjoyed on uh, Modern Warfare 3 in particular, and I think me and Jordan both agreed, was the survival. It's like so, so good. If you haven't played Modern Warfare Survival, it's like it's worth revisiting. It's so much fun. There's nothing better than jumping on there and seeing what i mean it's it's sledgehammer zombies pretty much you know it's so much fun just like wave after wave it gets more difficult there's the chopper the juggernaut it's so good i wish if i feel like if sledgehammer had continued the survival uh idea they could have had a game mode that competed with zombies i mean of course it is as far away from zombies as possible but the aspect is the same survive you know i really like that about it especially the maps i mean a lot of people played the same maps. I was right there with you. You know, I was playing hard hat or not hard hat. Uh, I was playing dome and resistance just like everybody else. And, uh, yeah, I really liked it. And another thing that Modern Warfare 3 did really extremely well was the, uh, the, I can't remember what a face off. That's what it was called. That's something me and Jordan kind of forgot to hit on, uh, until the end of the episode, but face off was so much fun. Like, it, it felt so competitive and i wished like whenever call of duty brought rank match in or league play black ops 2 i they should have brought a back face off because sledgehammer did so well like that that's where you really had to coordinate with your teammate you almost had to be partied up uh, because it was just like so hard to compete with somebody that was partied up i don't know man i really enjoyed it it was like like i said it was just modern warfare 3 i think those smaller game modes like uh like face off was really slept on and i think face off i could be wrong i like i said modern warfare 3 was one of the first call of duty games for me to really get into uh 
I, I don't know if it was released at launch or not. I think it, it came in a later update. But anyways, uh, that takes us to Black Ops 2, which we both only played a little bit. I actually never even owned the game. I had to play it uh, at, like, friends' houses, and, and my stepbrother, he had it, so I had to borrow it off him whenever I wanted to play. But uh, I just, the most notable thing about Black Ops 2, Black Ops 1 for me, was the uh, having your friends my xbox live names as the bots i don't know why but that that was like so funny to me like i'd take a picture of my of like me killing my buddy and be like hey you suck <laughs> like bottom the scoreboard over here it's not even them yeah uh, that and also like black ops one had such weird like uh tacticals and lethals I, I think it was more of the tacticals because you had the camera that you could set up and uh well it also had uh, the underbarrel attachment of flamethrower. I'm not sure if any other Call of Duty tried doing that. That was like so random and fun. Yeah, if we move on uh, franchise-wise, uh, we got Black Ops 2, which oh my gosh, we talked about for like half the episode. That game was so so amazing. Like we just reminisced on like stories and and I, I could just try to tell jordan's story you know which you know i was there too but he tells it better we were we would always be the guys that would take like riot shield and an lsat class with a target finder and go up top on that uh on hijacked in the top room and we we'd, we'd even do it in like search and destroy lobbies where you know you're supposed to be playing the objective we we just make people so mad like if we were defending, they wouldn't even care about planting the bomb. I mean, they could have had an easy win that, you know, they would have had to have had us come to them. But no, they they would literally be so dead set on killing us that they wouldn't even play the objective. It's, it's like they, they'd kill us one time and, like, freak out like they, like, won the Olympics or something, you know. Like, Hijacked itself is, like, there's so many good stories on Hijacked. Jordan would, like... Always, he knew every wall bang spot he'd like get across the way and like wall bang you through the hot tub wall bang you through the uh through the top floors i really liked hijacked and a story i didn't tell uh, on the original recording was like i hijacked for me holds a special place in my heart specifically because you know, before we had shipment where you can get like 100 kill lobbies no problem uh back whenever it took some some skill to play call of duty I, i'll never forget my highest kill kill death ratio even kill game was hijacked with mp7 uh i went 43 and 3 i'll never forget on team deathmatch of all games like you imagine having like more than half the kills like i was going off i'll never forget that that was such so such a good time but whenever i th- you know also another reason black ops 2 really did a fantastic job with like literally everything is their campaign like it had the branching storyline like a lot of people sleep on call of duty campaigns like they just want to get on and play the multiplayer if you ain't playing that campaign i don't know what you're doing because it is so good you're missing out if you haven't played any call of duty campaigns i know i've got an ex-coworker that's going through and replaying them all chronologically and i just love that for him like he's he's gonna have so much fun going through and doing that I mean, even the guns on Black Ops 2 are so much fun to use, you know. We recently did a tier list video on the on the Black Ops 2 guns, and I, there was hardly any that were, like, rated bad. Sorry, it's very, very early. It's 5 o'clock, so I'm not quite woke up yet. 
but anyway, so uh, I did want to mention Black Ops 2. Uh, one thing they did really well, which, you know, I forgot to mention on Black Ops 1, they had the party games. Of course, Black Ops 1 had wager matches, which was way, way, way cooler, you know, because you had you had to get those COD points to unlock your firearms, and that's, like, slept on. Like, nobody really remembers that. That was a struggle, man, especially, like, high roller matches. Like, you're so confident that you're, you're warmed up good enough to play high roller, and you end up just losing, like, however much it was. That's... But anyways, that's that's something I can't really talk on too much. I haven't played that much wager matches. I did play a fair share, but not enough to really speak on it and remember it. But Black Ops 2, I did play a lot of, which you had one in the chamber, which I loved. Like, that really made you think about how you're going to utilize your round, if you can sneak around people, you know, what, what you're going to do. Man, I think I got to the point where I'd like, I can't remember, I had like five or six rounds. But Sticks and Stones is a lot of fun. I always loved that aspect of having like the three variations of weapons and how to use them like it's literally like you're fighting with sticks and stones like you have limited resources and uh yeah i I didn't really play much gun game it just it was whatever for me looking back i'd probably played it a little bit more if i had realized uh i was just kind of that guy that didn't i stuck to like certain guns i didn't really like to branch out and try other things i never really even liked using the lmgs i don't think i ever even gave them a chance unless i was playing hijack jordan and you know boss man would tell me to put on the lsat with the target finder but uh yeah i actually we were playing plutonium last night after uh after we recorded the podcast and like target find or not target finder but the LSAT in particular like it's so good like a lot of people just sleep on the LMGs in Call of Duty games but they're so good I mean their reload speed sucks I mean it's an LMG what do you expect you got so many rounds but it's like coming from a guy who uses a submachine gun all the time it is nice to not have to reload after you get a kill on uh, with the LMGs it's really nice you go on some serious feeds with some LMGs but if we move on past Black Ops 2 uh We've got Call of Duty Ghosts, of course. Uh, I mean, a lot of people slept on Ghosts just because, uh, you know, there's just so much hype around Black Ops 2. Everybody loved Black Ops 2. I think Ghosts did a pretty good job, personally. Uh, especially, like, bringing back the forced party chat, whatever, you know. That's, that's just a feature you don't see anymore. And it, it kind of sucks because back in the day, you know... I would say I met a few friends online through party chat just because, you know, you just, there, there are some cool people on there. I really, I really enjoyed ghosts. You know, I didn't play it all that much. It it was whatever for me. Uh, I I loved, of course, watching Merc music play it, you know, raging at IEDs and dogs, 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 dogs. If you watch any Merc, uh, I don't really have much to say about cod ghosts i mean it had levolutions which you gotta love that you know knocking down the tree on that one map uh i of course i did mention earlier that you know they had michael myers which is awesome to see now i guess we can move on to some newer call of duty games we talked about advanced and infinite warfare for a bit you know obviously the uh the less favored exo games of course i didn't mind them you know they were whatever course just like everybody else i didn't like him at first but that was just because of the new exo movement and i think we do need a new exo uh movement game in my humble opinion but you know it was it was whatever it kind of what made 
Well, made Infinite Warfare, maybe, no, it was advanced, uh, kind of a trailblazer for a Call of Duty game. They, of course, were the first Call of Duty to add supply drops. Uh, I, I don't, I, I hated, personally hated how they did the system. Like, it just felt like you got supply drops for, like, the most random reasons. Like, you could literally die and it'd be like, oh, here's a supply drop. Like, why, why are you giving me a supply drop for this? I literally just died. Like, give me some challenges to complete or something. And that, that's, again, that's where I think Black Ops 3 did a fantastic job. They, they took it and, which, I think if you look at the odds online, the chances of you getting a black market weapon are literally insane. Like, your odds are terrible. So, I really appreciate and respect that the, eventually, of course, the game was uh, fairly a ways through its life cycle before it did this. Because the black market didn't even come until a little ways in the life cycle of that they added the weapon bribes which you had to do a ridiculous challenge to actually get that weapon bribe i think the first one's like 75 wins which doesn't sound like a lot but if you're a call of duty player you know trying to get a team of randoms together to win a match is dang near impossible i don't think i know anybody that has a decent win-loss ratio i mean i'm just being honest with you the casual player i mean even jordan you know jordan's extremely good at call of duty he's been playing it for a long time he's he practices a lot he's really good you know even him he probably does not have a positive win-loss ratio because it's just like it's impossible not to get in a lobby where you're just getting duked on by the enemy team or your team is just like sitting around in corners so uh yeah i guess we could roll on into black ops 3 uh, Black Ops 3, man, I'm telling you, we could do a whole topic on it, you know. And one of the first things Jordan kind of hit on, and I forgot, is uh, the fact that we actually stumbled upon the combat knife really on accident. I mean, I think this is before they started adding crazy melee weapons. This is prior to the black market being a thing. I just randomly hit level like 46 or whatever it was to unlock the combat knife, and I'm like, you know, Jordan's always doing really, really well. You know, he's really good. He's always top of the lobby, you know, slaying and that usually uh, ends up putting me, you know, I'm partied up with him in those lobbies with him, and it's like, oh my god, I can't, I can't compete with these players because, you know, they're on Jordan's skill level, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make a class just for fun so I don't get, like, duked on trying to get a terrible, or trying to get a decent KD and end up doing terrible, so I put on a combat knife, and I just start running around, you know, of course, the XO movement helps out so much, and I just start going off. I'm like, Jordan, I almost got a quad with a combat knife. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, the, the combat knife slaps. And, I mean, you can, you can tell that it does in that game because later on in the light market, I think there's like 30-something melee weapons, and it's because people use them. Like, they're so useful in that game. I'll, I'll never forget how amazing the melee was in that game. It was one of the most revisitable and great parts of that game, the fact that you could... uh uh, have so much fun running a melee class and I know one thing too I'm pretty sure you could parkour around every single one of those maps like that's what I loved about it and I remember for sure playing Michael Myers on there uh, but yeah I mean you could literally run around almost every single map on there it made it so much fun I mean even like from a skill based thing I mean you could really organize a a decent flank if you were good at wall running like Jordan was of course uh, I was pretty decent at it of course I wasn't near as good as he was but uh, yeah Black Ops 3 another game that had pretty decent guns I, I don't really think I could say anything bad about any of them off the top of my head I mean the uh, 
and especially if you start talking about the black market weapons, I think the only one that really sucked was uh, uh, Marshall's was okay, especially uh, pre-patch, but obviously they got patched and it kind of sucked. Uh, L4 Siege, that's about the only thing I could say anything bad about. There's nothing more depressing than opening up a supply drop and seeing an L4 Siege. I'm just going to say it like you were expecting anything else m1 grand you know mp40 anything but you get a dang l4 siege like what are you gonna do i don't remember oh well i was telling i was talking on the uh original recording on what black market weapons we had and i definitely remember now uh i had i definitely had the ajax i remember getting it which i kind of was disheartened about like i said i'm not a big lmg guy and uh the only reason i really liked it was because it you know 3d printed the ammo or whatever whatever it did but that was a lot of fun it was kind of weird having to wait for your gun to print more ammo or generate it however it received more ammo but uh i think i ended up getting the sniper towards the very end of my call of duty uh black ops 3 playthrough of course we we had our own melee weapons jordan had a lot of them i think i just had the enforcer uh of course everybody had the boxing gloves I had a couple other. I think I had the baseball bat too. Not too sure on that, but uh, we all we always just wanted the butterfly knife, and I felt like we were never going to get it. I know we didn't ever get it. You know, Black Ops Three uh, had a fantastic campaign, and I I know it's a hot take because a lot of people will hate it because of the uh, it didn't follow the original characters with like Woods and Mason and all that, and I had all new characters and it was like exo related everybody hated it but you know i'm just gonna say i played through like four or five times i love that campaign so much i liked it because it messed with your head and you know that's just what i'm all about just like at some point you know enemies it's cool fighting enemies all the time but it's nice to have like another uh thing you know messing with your head and stuff like that wondering wondering who the bad guy is i mean I just love it. I mean, halfway through, of course, you know, but still, it's nice to sit there and wonder. So, Call of Duty Zombies, I'm not going to hit on too terribly much. You know, we've done so much with Call of Duty Zombies, but, of course, Shadows of Evil. Like, you got to talk about Shadows of Evil. The best, in my opinion, the best out-of-the-box, like, non-DLC Zombies map we've ever gotten. I mean, it has the Easter egg. I mean, what... And people, that's another hot take because people hate Shadows of Evil, or not hate, but they dislike it because it doesn't have the four main characters, you know. And, I mean, it all ties in, we find out. You know, it's got the Shadow Man in it. And I don't know, a lot of people really hated on Shadows of Evil, and I don't think it was it was deserving of that kind of hate. Of course, uh, Dies and Drock was a great map to see. I mean, Zombie Chronicles as a whole was amazing to see. Uh, I've, I've been playing a lot of it recently because I never really got to play those original Black Ops 1 Zombies maps or any of them for for that uh, reason, but they should. Uh, I think a lot of players agree that they, they should just like to make a Call of Duty game standalone that's all the Zombies maps ever made and like do it well, like where it's got transit, you know, it's got all the Black Ops 2 DLCs, all the Black Ops 1 DLCs, like literally everything. They just need to release a standalone Call of Duty Zombies game. I feel like that would make so many people happy. Let's see. So now I guess we'd be moving on to... Uh, so the newer Call of Duties, I didn't even mess with Me or Jordan 1 didn't even get Black Ops 4. It wasn't worth our time. I don't know. 
The only reason I would get it is so I could play uh, Mob of the Dead again, but I don't know, man. I, I hated it. They made it too skill-based. skill, skill based. Like, they were trying so hard to follow up Rainbow Six Siege, in my opinion, and it's just like, I don't know, man. It, it, it didn't hit the right spot for me as a Call of Duty fan, it, and it did personally hurt because I had supported Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 3, and I would made it this far into being a fan, and for me just to drop them like this... But I don't know. I, I couldn't help but to feel bad. But at the same time, I don't because just Black Ops 4 just it doesn't seem like the kind of game that I'd be down with. There's just too much. There there was too many changes for me as a fan to be able to want to get used to or even give it a chance. And you know maybe that's me being a bad fan. I don't know. Uh, the next game, next Treyarch game, of course, is uh, I think World War Two or no Cold War. Sorry. Uh, Cold War, Jordan really, really, really hated on, and I'm kind of there with him, but uh, I really like the story. That's kind of what saves it for me. Of course, Call of Duty, they just make the best stories ever. Uh, they, I like the Treyarch stories the most because it does play those mind games on you, you know, towards the end of the game. You even get to see some zombies, like, because you don't know who's the uh, spy or the sleeper agent or whatever it is. It's just been too long. But Cold War, I would say, had a fantastic campaign. I loved it so much. The multiplayer, not so much. I don't think anybody really liked the multiplayer. I mean, it was okay until they started going crazy and adding, like, ACOGs and, you know, like, or Jordan Jordan had a whole spill on, on, call, on uh, Cold War. He hated it. But uh, if if we keep following through Sledgehammer, we've got uh, World War Two before we move on to the Modern Warfares. Uh, World War Two for me... Uh, the war game mode was a lot of fun uh, at first, especially with like you know the war reenactments with D-Day and you know moving the tanks throughout the map. It was a lot of fun, but uh, a lot of the fun ended up just getting sucked out of it by you know like skill-based matchmaking. Of course, it's just it's hard to even make, especially if you if you get in a map where skill-based matchmaking is like really hitting you hard your team is not going to make it through that first like part of the mission on on a or and i hate it so much like it's like why even try you know why why even play the game mode if you're not even going to get the chance to even see half of it and then it switches sides and they just duke on you and it's like not even a chance yeah uh world war ii didn't really do it for me if you can't tell uh, it was nostalgic to have a world war ii game but call of duty has tried world war ii games like four times now just i wish i'd give it up you know the old games just aren't doing it for us anymore uh moving on to when call of duty listened and of course released Modern warfare 2019 this this is kind of where i realized call of duty was not going to get their movement system back where it was uh in the black ops two days you know I think they just had they they worked with the exo movement too much and of course everything's always changing you know the gener the engines that everything runs on i just feel like they couldn't tack down their movement system again and uh that's just my personal opinion it it sucks because personally i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna expect a call of duty game to feel like black ops 2 again unfortunately i just don't think they can get that movement system back down everything's done changed everything's jordan says like everything's a lot more uh, faster paced or slower paced but i would argue that it's way more uh faster paced because it's like it seems like it doesn't take no time to get around the map with the with the g sliding and like 
I would, I mean, it even, like, you can see it. It drives people into corners, and it sucks because you've got people that are running and gunning and running high kill streaks, and then you've got guys that are, like, camping in corners. And that brings me to a whole nother thing. Like, a camp, the camo grind is, like, it's got to stop, man. I hate it so much. Like, nobody used to care about camos this much until, like, Modern Warfare 2019. It's, like, everybody is camping in corners trying to get their bloodthirsties everybody's hitting the main head glitch to try to get long shots like it's so irritating to see how getting a camo warps the play style of a player and i hate it so much like and i mean it's kind of hard to hate them because they're just trying to get camos for themselves but at the same time they're they're like ruining the games for players who's trying to play it uh play it through legitimately like or play the match how you would normally play you know trying to play the objective but there's a guy corner camping on it and it's like it's really frustrating because it it really does drive you into a corner especially if you're in a skill-based matchmaking game with people that are better than you because you're you're sitting there on four kill streak trying to get that bloodthirsty and you know what what else what's your safest bet you know it's hiding in a corner where your back is protected i mean i i don't really blame them but at the same time you're kind of ruining the game for other guys but I mean, we've all been there trying to get those camos, uh, so I can't can't really hate too much. But I'm definitely going to. You guys that grind for the camos, I don't know what I don't know what makes your brain tick. But let's see, 2019 was okay. Whatever the zombies, uh, no, there wasn't no zombies. I'm thinking of Cold War. Cold War zombies was like phenomenal. Uh, I guess we could move on to Vanguard before we go to uh, Modern Warfare 2 2022. Uh, Vanguard... Vanguard was horrendous. I will never pick that up ever again. I hated it. It's campaign, of course, as a Call of Duty game does. It was was fantastic. But, oh my god, the maps were god-awful, especially a hotel map. Like, we've talked about it before. Literally, like enemies can just come from literally anywhere the spawns are insane like you could i hated it so much i hate that whole game like they'd give play of the game to a guy who got like two kills meanwhile i'm over here getting four man four or five man kills uh i don't know man i hated it so much the zombies was abysmal like literally the worst zombies game i've ever played my whole entire life like i'd rather i'd rather play like I'd rather go in the Steam Indie store and get, like, caught-on-duty zombies or, like, some knockoff. I'd rather go play Call of Duty Zombies on Roblox than to try to play Vanguard. Like, it's just so easy. It's like you got to have mush brain to play it. Like, I've talked about it before. Me and my wife, you know, we we played it one, one morning, and it's like... We literally did every single thing on the game to the point where I was looking up, like, is there any more difficult of an Easter egg? Is there any Easter egg that will end this whole game? Like, it's it's impossible to die. Uh, I mean, we, we beat the very end boss. We did literally everything we could. And I'm like, Trish, this is like boring. This sucks. I hate this. Like, it's so easy. Like, there should be some sort of challenge whenever it comes to zombie games. Treyarch, just, they laid all the way down whenever they made this game. I'm not even going to lie. And I, I did. I put some time in that game. Outbreak, I feel the same way about. I just, I ain't about Outbreak. I didn't like it. That's my opinion. I never got hooked onto it. Uh but that's just kind of how I felt. Moving right on along to Modern Warfare uh, 2022, Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I don't know, man. They they tried so hard to, to bring us back to that nostalgia, and I respect that they wanted to appease us, and they brought back a lot of the original maps, a lot of the original guns. Everything was all original. 
but I just think it got ruined by skill-based matchmaking, and I think a lot of people will agree with that, because even if you're, like, a Mac Daddy on that game, you're still going to run into somebody that's better than you that's just going to slap you around and make you mad. Like, And it sucks, too, because you could do so well in one match, and then you've got to pay for that one good match by, like, three matches where you're getting your cheeks slapped around by, like, a guy who's ten times better than you and probably streaming. So... Uh, of course, the campaign was really good. Uh, same for 2019. I never got to play all the way through it, unfortunately. Uh, I was trying so hard to beat it before the campaign came out. That was one thing I really appreciated about uh, Modern Warfare uh, 2, the newer one, is that like if you pre-ordered, you got to play the campaign sooner than a lot of other people. I really liked that about it. Uh, that way, you kind of got to do the campaign uh, before you had to worry about grinding on the multiplayer. I don't know. The multiplayer for me, I think, is honestly my least favorite out of all the Call of Duty games. And, like, the water, I'll, I'll just say it, it sounds so random, but the water just ruined it for me. Like, literally, there's that one map where I think the map's, like, 30% water, and there's always somebody camping down there. Always. And it's like, you just always got to be watching the most stupid spots because, you know, you never know where an enemy's going to pop up from because it's just like they play so stupid whenever you implement something new like that. Uh, I could go on a whole rant about the newer Call of Duties. And I guess, uh, of course, it's going to be a shorter podcast, guys. Like I said, I'm driving to work. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't talk about the newer Call of Duty games without talking about Sweat Zone. You know, I, I will, I'll give it to you. Warzone is a lot of fun, or it was a lot of fun before, uh, I'd say, about halfway through the life cycle, you know. I mean, anybody could get on there and play it. Like, you know, I had coworkers that had never played a Call of Duty game in their life. I'm like, hey, you should jump on this cool game. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And they're like, oh, no way. Like, for real? And we'd all jump on Warzone and, uh, dude, we'd have a great time. Like, I I really loved old, like, the first rendition of Warzone. It was a lot of fun. Uh, even, like, Plunder. I really enjoyed Plunder a lot because it was a good way to, like, you know, especially if you're playing with a lot of people who aren't used to having, like, one life. Uh, Plunder was a was a good way of getting your uh, grip before you played, actually, like, Warzone itself. But I think Plunder itself was underrated. That was so much fun trying to get all that money and stuff. That was a lot of fun. But, yeah, Warzone halfway through its life, it's like, they really refined the skill-based matchmaking to the fact to where, like, it was impossible to win a match. I I think I've came really close to winning, like, two matches my whole lifetime of Call of Duty, and I think two. I think both of those was pre-patched, like, back whenever it was, like, pretty random. Warzone 2, I guess we can move on to it. Like, I've played it a few times. It's just not for me. I love that they had the proximity chat. That was a lot of fun hearing people nearby. Uh course if you were smart you wouldn't even you wouldn't even have your mic enabled so you wouldn't reveal your location but it, it added a cool aspect to the game and a lot of funny clips came from that uh like i said personally i never really played a lot of warzone 2 i might have played it a few times it just after warzone 1 towards the end of its life cycle happened i'm not gonna lie i gave up on gave it up like it's just like it just puts a bad taste in my mouth as a fan that they would just go and ruin a ruin an experience like that with skill-based matchmaking like does it really matter so much to to your brand to have skill-based matchmaking that you want to ruin it for for uh, the community but i guess that's what you got to do to keep up with these sweats so yeah uh i'm not even excited about call of duty anymore i'm not even gonna lie and i i hate saying that because i used to be a diehard fan me and jordan pre-ordered every single game like I don't know, man. I, I I enjoy it. 
but I don't enjoy it enough to like go crazy about it pre-order games anymore. If if they if they remastered like a Black Ops 2 or made another EXO game, I probably would try to get on it, but if they keep releasing games like Modern Warfare 2 2022 and 2019, I'm just I can't. I can't get on board with that. <coughs> so, yeah, sorry guys for the shorter episode and of course if you're hearing this, I, I'm definitely going to try to uh, record a better version of this because I have no idea this is going to sound. I did some pre-recordings and it sounded a little rough. So, uh, what I do to get content out in time for you guys. So, yeah, uh, like I said, if you guys uh, like the video, like the podcast, you know, hit us up on social media. Of course, you'll hear all this in the outro. But uh, I'm just going to get off here and stop rambling. So. You guys have a wonderful day and enjoy this outro. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did. If you did, definitely let us know on social media. And hey, if you have your own Call of Duty story that you want to share with us, be sure to hit us up on TikTok or Instagram. I'm sure we'll make a post promoting this episode on a clip or something from the podcast. But Let us know your story. We'd love to share it and we'd love to listen to it. With that being said, we'll catch you guys next week.